Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Current slang. Current slang 400. This seven-letter adjective means both dehydrated and too eager for approval. Kelly. What is thirsty? Thirsty, yes. On this episode of The Commercial Break. <laughs> Do you mind if I go to second base? <laughs> she said yes a few times, apparently. Uh, at least As three. Of the kids. Yeah, at least three. Kids, well, yeah. at least two that I know of. <laughs> Not so sure about this last one. Not with, don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Does, can sperm live 78 days? Is that possible? <laughs> so after a while, I just give up. I think almost like fake an orgasm. I'm like, oh, I studied Tantra. It's called the dry orgasm. It's all good. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I just use Tantra as a convenient right. excuse a lot <laughs> when I'm bored. I'm just like, I'm in Tantra. I'm doing the Tantra. I got, the, I got my penis chakras working. I'm practicing for later. The question posed in the latest episode of... Uh, love is blind. Is love enough? And the answer, according to Astrid and I, is no. Well, once my heart stopped doing all the talking, I figured out nothing else in my body wanted what I wanted. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Cats and kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, Kristen Joy. Holy best of you, Chris. And best of you, Brian. And why not? Best of you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, the commercial break. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 15 seconds or less. Go to the tcbpodcast.com website. Do not disappoint yourself. Go there quickly and collect your earnings. Good luck to you, sir. And ma'am. And whatever else you identify with, good luck. There is hope. For the men over 40 out there in the universe, Chrissy? Well, of course there is, because Frankie B. Oh, Frankie B. Yeah. 50, uh, 50, 60, God's 70, gift. however old that guy is. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we got a like a real guttural reaction to that last oh. video that we did. People were like, wow, he's <laughs> lost the fucking plot. <laughs> yes, he has. Yeah. I don't know if he ever had a plot to lose, but if he did, uh, it's gone now. It's He's officially... An ass clown at this point, I yeah. think. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe Frankie, he's going through a bad breakup. We've got to give him a little bit of space. we True. just got to give him some time to shake it all out. We'll be here to capture every moment because we just can't quit <laughs> Frankie B. Uh, but Chris Evans is named I the world's most beautiful heard. man. World's most beautiful person? or People's wor- sexiest man alive. Sexiest man alive. And at, try as she did, our publicist was unable to get me in the running. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I know had I been, I would have been this close. But the guy's 41 years old. When Chris Evans is like named, you know, they've had some shockers in the past. I think I, who is uh, Harrison Ford, like in his 50s, was named world's most sexiest person. There was a couple of yeah. others that kind of surprised me. Remember that time that, um, uh, what's his name, Ant-Man? Who's that guy? Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Paul that Rudd. was just last year. That was last year? Yeah. And he's like 50, isn't he? I think so. Wow. So there is hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally hope, You should think of like the world's sexiest man. It would be like some young stud, some hunk, like Momoa or something. Has yeah. Jason Momoa ever been the world's most know. sexiest he person? He definitely should have. <laughs> but I, this made me feel a little good. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. you know, men in their 40s, we're sexy, we're hot, we're experienced, we've got love-making abilities. <laughs> um, you know, it's not all ed and dad bods it's no. there's there's He's the one that i was there. watching uh film the movie at my complex oh that's right yeah yeah i was sitting out there go- i bet you eyed <laughs> watching <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think i really ever got who he was and who was in the action <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, that's me jeff 
<laughs> hey, honey, just here watching them. I got my hand stuck in the blender. <laughs> Be right okay, there. Okay, hon, sure. Yeah. You can turn it on whatever you want. I'm not watching. I said the blender. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Whatever. I'll make whatever for dinner. Oh, my God. Look at Chris Evans. <laughs> He's much cuter than I even thought. I was just excited to watch the movie, Be Made, because I find it fascinating to watch a movie set. There's so many people. There's so much going on behind the scenes of, of what we see, the final product. And so I, when I saw him get out of the car, because it was a car scene, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, he's really cute. I just slammed my <laughs> dick in the oven! <laughs> wow, he's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> There's an intruder! I'm getting shot! <laughs> wow, he is sexy. How old is that guy? Look at him. He's cuter in person. <laughs> <laughs> he was taller, too, than I thought. Oh, yeah, they're no, all taller than you think or shorter short, than you think. Yeah. yeah, taller than you think or shorter than you think. You know, tall people always have an advantage in life. Do you notice yes. that? Oh, like, yeah. I haven't no, met an unsuccessful studied. short person yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a tall person yet. They is, all, there's a, yeah. been studies done about it. It's true. People just think of that. There, there's more CEOs. Natural leadership are, because yeah, you're taller. Uh-huh. And, you know, if the lion Command comes, authority. you can see it first in the pack of animals. True. Or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I guess what. it goes, goes it's got to be something like yeah, that, right? Your basic yeah. uh, guttural. So how tall is Chris Evans? I don't know. But he was taller than I thought. He was like six be. foot something? It might maybe yeah 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 because he looks short on screen right he I, f- I feel like he's a uh, like a Tom Cruise type yeah no Tom height. Cruise is short Tom Cruise is really short it's like four foot six or something <laughs> like that I don't know if he's that short. He's on, yeah, he's on the Seven Little Johnsons, I think, on some episodes. He's a, he's a stand-in. <laughs> yes, that's what he would be doing. Uh, but yeah, it's a, you know, Chris Evans, I I got to give the guy Congratulations props. to Chris Evans. He seems like kind of a plain Jane to me. I mean, I didn't realize he's a handsome guy, mm-hmm. but he is, he's not very like exotic looking. He's just kind of like the all-American True. boy, right? I can think of other guys out there that are better looking. <laughs> well, for instance, your guy from the Starbucks. Oh, the guy from the Starbucks was yeah. 15 times as hot as this mm-hmm. guy was. Yeah, Chris Evans couldn't touch this dude. This dude, I'm surprised this dude is not in the movies somewhere. Maybe yeah. he is, and I just don't know about it. But yeah. I'm surprised that dude is not in the movies or a model. Maybe that's what he does for a living, is he's he's a model. It sounds like it, based on your description. Yeah. Speaking of models, you know how excited I got uh, when I found that they had a Laguna Beach channel on Pluto TV? Remember yes. that, like, way back two years <laughs> yes, ago yes. when I was editing in that tiny little room over there all night yes. long? And I was so excited that they had a, a Laguna Beach channel on Pluto TV because that's what Pluto TV does. They buy the, they license some property and then they just play all of the seasons. Well, it was between nonstop. that and Twenty One Jump. Twenty One Jump Street. You were, yeah. you were on that, depending too. on what time of night it was, right? Because they had the hills in there too, and then they. But I, I really, you know, the hills and Laguna Beach, both of them, I, I liked. But it depended on if I had seen the episode or not, I'd switch between Twenty One Jump Street and Laguna Beach. So the other day, Astrid sends me a photo, an Instagram, a snap, a screenshot of Instagram where the three main characters in Laguna Beach are all together. That's L.C., uh, Stephen, and Kristen Kristen Cavalieri. They're all together. And and it was like, you know, back again. And I thought to myself, holy shit, they're going to do another season of Laguna Beach. They call it Back to the Beach. But what it was, there's a podcast where Stephen and Kristen rewatch every episode of Laguna Beach <laughs> and then they talk about it it's like one of those watch ep- yes, you know things yes. and I thought to myself wow that sounds incredibly boring <laughs> just like incredibly boring well that would maybe give some tips of like what was actually happening because you know it had to be scripted how how do you get that many cameras to catch an offhand conversation like mm-hmm. every angle was a movie quality angle. it was and that's why it was so different than any other reality yes. show we had ever seen is because they played contemporary music during emotional scene, like to to bring up or down the emotional, uh, to turn the the volume, the so to speak, turn the knobs on your emotions, and then it was filmed as if it was a movie. It really was. The cinematography was great, incredible, on it. beautiful. Then, yeah, beautiful vistas, beautiful houses, beautiful people. But they'd go to a coffee shop for you know to have some serious conversation that was supposed to be offhand, and yeah. there'd be twelve different camera angles. <laughs> it didn't take me long to figure that one out. Like I think it took some people a little while, but it didn't take long. I'm like, there's no way that's not. Stable. The camera angles are too good. Yeah, but we still watched it. Of course I still watch it. It was highly (laughs) fat. Even in my... what, what am I now, 27? Even when I'm 27, it's still still fascinating to watch all those beautiful people run around. So different from any life I had ever experienced. That's right. Yeah, Me too. I didn't have a Corvette at my disposal at 16 years old. Yeah, or live right there at the beautiful beaches of Laguna. Oh, my God, the beautiful beautiful beaches of Laguna. I've been, I've just out and... You get, listen, 
California has its challenges, like I'm sure every state does. And I know that a lot of people think of California as kind of a uh, an out there place, just like you think of Florida as an out there place. Like, you know, kind of there can be some nutty things that go on there. The truth is, I think both places attract a certain type of personality, like a dreamer type of personality. True. Because they are so gorgeous. And that's why. Yeah, the weather's incredible. The weather's incredible. You can't deny that Florida has beautiful weather, beautiful beaches, beautiful scenery. It's living in paradise. And so it attracts everybody, you know, it kind of, some people aren't, they're kind of loony to <laughs> I mean, they're kind of loony <laughs> But I think California is the same way. The dreamers and the doers and the people who are, you know, maybe a little off kilter, they all get attracted to this beautiful scenery that's out there because when you're in LA, it's beautiful. It really is. Beautiful. Oh, every, around every turn, there's another beautiful vista. Around every corner, there's another shot of the ocean. Up, Go up and down PCH and you're like, oh my God, this is incredible. You see the whales breaching out there. And it's just unbelievable. Yeah. California is such a beautiful so state, but the traffic is oh. out of fucking control. Yeah, it's really bad. I know I've been out there before. It's, you know, I think Atlanta and L.A. are the top traffic. Yeah, places. yeah. I think I think Denver at one point was in there or something like that. Some for some reason. I, I don't really Colorado know. Colorado is beautiful, too. Oh, my God. Colorado is another one of those mm-hmm. states. But I don't know. I feel like Colorado, even though there's a lot of, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, sticky, icky, gooey, dewy, dabby, <laughs> babbies going on out there. I feel like there's a kind of a level-headed state in general. Yeah. So I go to so when I'm in California, like I staying in Glendale, which is like I guess north and east of Los Angeles, uh, up on like I think out of the valley. Okay. And then we have a lot of meetings that are in Studio City, right? Yeah. And so that's why I stayed in Glendale because it's close to Studio City. You can get there in like 15 minutes or something like that. But one of the days we had a we had a meeting down in Santa Monica, oh, which that's is where my not best friend used to live. Yeah, close Gorgeous. to Glendale. Gorgeous. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. Everything about it's so beautiful. Uh, it's so cool. Everyone too. there is gorgeous. Yeah, Everyone there is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. shops, good food, good people. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, and the constant smell of weeds being smoked <laughs> somewhere. And beautiful flowers that are just flowering oh, yeah. everywhere for no reason. Yeah. It's like it's unnatural. <laughs> the whole state is just unnatural. So we had this meeting at three o'clock in Santa Monica, and it gets done right about or at two thirty, uh, two o'clock at in, in Santa Monica. It's done right about three o'clock, right? So I'm out the door three fifteen, three thirty, and I'm heading back to Glendale so I can pack my shit and go catch a flight. I was seventeen miles away by the by Apple Maps. I was seventeen miles away from where I was going, and it took me two hours Ooh. and twelve minutes. To get that 17 miles. Two hours and 12 minutes! That's insane. That's insane. It was just like, I couldn't believe it. Because in Atlanta, with traffic that we think is really bad, if you if I had to go from here to the airport, which is probably 20 miles away, if I had to go from here to the airport in the worst of traffic, it might take me an hour and 15 minutes. Mm. In the worst of traffic. This took me twice as long. I couldn't, and I couldn't believe it. And I turned, I, I opened up that Waze. I'm like, oh, here, Waze, just keep yeah. me going forward. I don't care. Right. Just, just keep me moving. Just keep me moving. I was driving over and through every back street that California had to offer one way streets, closed streets, up and down <laughs> mountains, all over the place, you know, uh, tra- avoiding trash cans and people walk. It was just like I was in the. Like an th- obstacle course. I was in the thick of it, Chrissy. <laughs> yes. A stop sign every three seconds. I was in the middle of an obstacle course. I was in the thick of it, as if I had lived in L.A. for the, my entire life. That ways was taking me crazy places. It kept me going forward, nice. but I still didn't get there any quicker. It's yeah. like when I started and when I ended was the same amount of time, and I couldn't believe how fucking miserable that traffic is. I could never live there, never. Or if I lived there, I'd never leave my house. You, well, you wouldn't leave your neighborhood. That's, never. I mean, that's what you do. Is that what people in California you live do? And work in the yeah. neighborhood. So, I mean, kind of what people do in Atlanta, too. Oh, man. We met up with a guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, I lived in Burbank for a while, but now I live down in Santa Monica. I just I take the travel every day. And I'm like, how long does that take you? Is that about an hour and a half each way? Three hours of Jeez. your day are spent in the car? Yeah. That's incredibly insane. Now I know why everybody gets these. You know, everyone's got a Tesla out there, right? An electric vehicle. Everyone. Has a te- now I understand why is because you can't afford the gas to go an hour and a half no, every day three that's hours. True. I remember I used to because I used to work with Delta and do tech recruiting type yeah. stuff, and so I remember people. I would talk to people and they were living in Alpharetta and working at the airport. That's that's, a, a, that's insane. That's like an hour and a half each way. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. That's a you're a glutton for punishment. And then I go down to like you know like uh, Amelia Island, like a place we that oh, Astrid and I. Beautiful. You go there. 
And there's, at any given time, max 20,000 people on the island, right? And maybe 5,000 of them actually live there at any given time. It's a beautiful, beautiful it island. It really but is. But it's tiny. It's two miles long. It's one mile wide. I mean, it's just, there's just, maybe not two miles wide, maybe six miles wide and, you know, three miles long, whatever it is. But we go down there and sometimes we'll stay down there for a long period of time. And by the second week, I get stuck at a traffic circle behind more than three cars and I'm like, God damn it, move your fucking ass. <laughs> Uh, no more complaining. I'm never going to complain about traffic no, just, ever just again. Port, teleport yourself back to when you were in that traffic. It's in my in memory. It's yeah. like it's like my therapist says when you have trauma, it just gets stuck in your head. <laughs> it does. She wants to do tapping on me. You know that oh. tapping? She wants to do the tapping, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, why not? Yeah, you know, <laughs> as long as I can keep my skeletons buried, then that's okay with me. Yeah, as long I as like to no, push them down, no deep down. Yeah, deep down. That's the right way to do it, Chrissy. It is. As per our. As part of what we the saw in the 1950s on, video yeah, a that we saw. date with the family. That's yeah. right. A date with don't the family. Don't talk about anything. Anything. <laughs> Just don't talk about anything. You're damned if you do or damned if you don't. Dad's going to beat you either way, so don't say anything. <laughs> hey, we had a couple of vast TCBs. I thought I'd Ooh, throw them out there while, I love we're, these. while we're at it. Okay. All right. They're coming fast and furious, so I want to keep up with them yeah. and just kind of shed them every week or else we're going to be... Uh, yeah, we're going to be backed up. All right, number one. And these are, I've kept them short, okay? So I just kind of took the gist of what they were saying. So that way we can get to the answers quickly. Uh, should I sleep with the hostess at my bar? She's 21. I'm 45, I'm 35 years old. John. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. What's stopping you? I yeah. mean, I don't think it takes a long, long time to think about this. Is it legal? Yes. Is it appropriate? Um, it might think, make things weird if, if you don't work out. If you're the owner of the business, the answer is yeah, no. Yeah. If you're the manager, I'd think about it just a little bit. If you're just like a waiter you're there, the bartender, yeah, or the sure. waiter, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of question about this one. I personally, you know, when it comes to age differences, I think extreme age differences can be a problem. But if you, um, if you're not using your age as leverage, in other words, you know, it's just a straight up consensual, let's go have some fun, you right. know, go out for drinks, whatever. If she accepts yeah. you, then go for it. If she says yes, if she says yes, then yeah. get undressed. If she says no, you got to go. That's the way it goes, buddy. Those are the rules of the road, right? And if any, at any time she says no, you got to go. Yes. Just remember that. I mean, the TCB, we're here about full uh, consent. Yes. As a matter of fact, I still ask Astor at every time. Can I kiss you? <laughs> Can I touch your boobies? <laughs> Do you mind if I go to second base? She said yes a few times, apparently. She, uh, at least As three. Of the kids. Yeah, at least <laughs> three. Well, at have. least two that I know of. I'm not so sure about this last one. Not with, don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Does can sperm live seventy eight days? Is that possible? <laughs> In Venezuelans, yes. <laughs> How's that commercial break coming, honey? Better get back in the studio and make more episodes. <laughs> we got to send these kids to school. Beep beep. <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, Harry, what's Matias doing in my Mercedes? <laughs> Oh, don't worry, honey. We just titled it in his name <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> Bye. Wait, I thought you were going to stay a few minutes and have some I'll talking. I'll see you at the retirement home later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let the nurse change your pee-pee poo-poos. I'll be back on Thursday. Next Thursday. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I guess I'm stuck here with Chrissy again. <laughs> Welcome back to this uh, commercial break. <laughs> the only one you'll ever need. The only need. one you'll ever need. I'd like to thank both listeners for hanging in there for 50 years. <laughs> uh, hey, honey, our commercial break resident residual check came in today. Oh, great. I could get some food besides this. Cr nope. Sorry. It's all spent. The kids got to pay for the kids' school. They're 30. <laughs> It's very expensive to send children to cooking school in Italy. <laughs> We're all going together. Oh, that's awesome. When, it, uh, when are we going? Oh, no, honey, you can't go. No diapers on the plane. Sorry. <laughs> we couldn't afford an extra seat for your walker. <laughs> Aww. Remember when we used to make love on that walker? No, I don't. <laughs> now I make love to the poor boy. 
<laughs> guess I'll do another episode of Chrissy. <laughs> We're putting out 30 episodes a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you and me playing P-Knuckle. You're getting free ice cream from the senior citizen ice cream machine. I gotta go get some more ice cream. We'll be back after this short break. I gotta take another piss break. It's time for another prostate break at the commercial knuckle. Yeah, knuckle. Whatever the fuck that is. How do you play knuckle? I don't know. I've my heard of it a million times, but I don't have no idea. How I have to play no it. idea who came up with knuckle, but apparently it, is when it you, a card game? Yeah, when or you, is it? No, it's a card game. And when you turn 70, it's like you automatically know the rules of knuckle <laughs> yeah. because they're the only people who play it. I think it's Go Fish, but they call it knuckle to make it sound fancy. <laughs> Pinochle. What an awful name for a card game. But my grandpa, my grandma used to always be like, yeah. I gotta go play my Pinochle. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck is Pinochle? <laughs> Never learned that one. Yeah, hey, listen, go, dude. Go for it, dude. Go, go. I mean, consensual. And not if you're in a position of power. Be careful with those two things because you never know someone could feel obligated to sleep with you. And I think like most women in my life for one reason or the other. Oh, uh, well, I guess I'll sleep with them and shut them up. Ask TCB. I f- uh, wait, there's another one here. Okay, ask TCB. I feel like weed is making my sex life a little less exciting. I can't come. Uh, yeah, let me tell you a quick story. It's time for story time with Brian. Story time with Uncle Brian. You can now fast forward 17 to 20 minutes. Um, I, there was this girl. And I don't want to get into a lot of the gory details because I, I don't think she would appreciate it if I shared this. But uh, there was a young lady that was in our circle of friends. Not our circle of friends, but my circle of friends. There was a young lady. She was like 22 or 23 years old. And I was 32, 33, 34 at the time. And we reconnected in a party situation. And then the next night, she asked me to travel a short distance to another city here in Georgia to come see her a couple of nights later. Okay. I did. And where she was staying, it would end up being appropriate for the two of us to stay there. So she, on her own, rented a hotel room. And gave me the, you know, gave me the, the room number and told me to meet her there later on that night. Oh. I did. <laughs> it was like a Motel 8 or something, right? Okay. It wasn't, we're not talking about anything fancy. We're talking about like people screaming and shooting and stuff like that. It was just like a really ratty motel. But I get there and, you know, she's also you know 23 and she decided to do this. So maybe it was just like the cost of it. Yes, I'm sure that had something to do with it. I get there. She's on the second floor. The elevator's not working. So I take the stairs up to the second floor. As soon as I open that door, the stairway door, I can smell weed. Uh-huh. And at this time, we're talking, you know, decades ago, at this time, you didn't, that wasn't as normal as it is now to smell weed everywhere, right? And so the closer I get to the door, the more I realize that this is coming from this particular room. And I open up the door, I knock on the door. She opens up the door. I swing it open. And what I see is amazing. She's got a frisbee which is, I guess, a favorite place of people to roll joints on. Why do you roll it on a frisbee? Okay. Do, do you get this? I see yeah. this a lot. People rolling joints on frisbees. She's breaking up the weed, and she's rolling. She's got like seven huge joints like rolled <laughs> out, and she's got just a mound of weed, right? And another one going. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, sh- th- she's going to go to the distance. Like, this is crazy. How much <laughs> weed can you smoke? So, yeah, hey, you want to you wanna puff? No. Thanks. You know, I'm good. It's not my thing, but I'll take, you know, I'll drink one of my Bud Lights. So I drink a couple <laughs> Bud Lights. We get into it this whole time. She has got a joint going at every moment. She's got a joint going. And at every opportunity, she is smoking that joint, getting higher and higher the entire time. The room is filling up with more and more smoke. <laughs> and I am now starting to feel a contact high because sure. I've been sitting in this hot box for like an hour now. And we have been kind of going at it, making out for a long time, right? A lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of pre-action oh, action. Yeah. Oh man, we are just, <laughs> we're just going at it, but we're yet to have sex. So as we are doing Lots and lots of foreplay. I'm starting to feel this contact high. And pretty soon I realize that I'm really fucking high. Yeah. Like, I'm really fucking high. You know, the whole room is, like, closing in a little bit, you know. And I'm feeling that in, that body high that's just weighty. and But we're still going at it. And then we start having sex. And we had sex 
for the longest time. It either could have been the longest time or it could have seemed <laughs> like the longest say, time. Seemed like yeah, it, I'm not really sure which it was because I was too fucked up to understand. I've been drinking Bud Light all night. Now I'm, you know, I'm sure I've smoked the equivalent of like six really big joints <laughs> because she's on her 12th joint and she just keeps on smoking. And so I'm While like, y'all oh. are having sex. Yes, she would like, yes, yes, she the whole time. And I don't, I don't really know why she's doing this, but I don't really care at the same time. I'm yeah. like, oh, whatever makes her, you know, whatever. She's just having fun, I think, yeah. right? It's just like we're, we're both having fun. Chrissy, this goes on and on and on. And I'm sideways and upside down and forward and backward and over the bed and on top of the counter and in the shower and down on the ground. And, uh, you know, on the walker. On the walker. Oh, you know, I'm trying to hold her up against the wall, but I'm not that strong. So she falls. And there's just like all we're everywhere around this room. We're, de- we're defiling this Motel 6 room everywhere we possibly can for every different reason. And I am not finishing the job because I can't, I just can't get there. It's just like, it never stops. Right. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> so after a while I just give up. I think almost like fake an orgasm. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> study Tantra. It's called the dry orgasm. It's all good. You know, it's I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I just use Tantra as a convenient right. excuse a lot <laughs> when I'm bored. I'm just like, I'm in Tantra. I'm doing the Tantra. I got, the, I got my penis chakras working out. I'm practicing for later. But, um, but you know, in Tantra, there's like there's a dry orgasm yes, philosophy. You know, yeah, blah 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 blah. So I say that okay, now it's now we're finished, right? So after we finish, it's like an hour in my mind. An hour after we finish, it's probably two minutes after we finish. <laughs> We've probably been doing it for two minutes, and now it's two minutes after I finish, right? Boom, 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 boom. You know, and I'm like, oh shit, who's that? And she's like, I don't know, I didn't invite anybody. So I go to the door, I do flip the little thing. It's uh, the late the lady who was at the front, the front desk, desk, right? Yes. And I'm like, I'm sorry, we're not disposed right now. You know, we're indisposed. And she's like, y'all gotta stop smoking that weed in there. I'm getting complaints. The whole building smells like weed. I know it's you. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. We're sleeping, taking a nap. She's like, don't bullshit me. Stop smoking that weed. I'm going to have to charge you extra. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, now I'm paranoid that she's going to call course. the police. Yeah. So I'm like, we got we got to get out of here. Throw that frisbee. Yeah, we get, get that frisbee. <laughs> throw it out the window. Send that thing across the street. Quick. So the girl that I'm with is not quite as paranoid as I am. You know, she's younger than I am, so she's probably just like, whatever, it's just a bunch of weed. So I'm like, no, 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 we we got to get out of here. We're going to get busted. And she's like, where the fuck are we going to go? And I'm like, I, I don't know. We'll go to another hotel <laughs> where you can smoke more weed or whatever. And after a while, I just decided, like, she fell asleep and I was like, I told her, I'm like, I'm going to leave, right? I got, I got too upset. I am telling you that I had to take a cab somewhere else and chill out for a couple of hours because I was so fucking high and I had never smoked the weed. But I can appreciate what this guy is saying because I went on forever and ever and ever and I think it had to do with the contact high. Could I mean, be. I think it had to do with the contact high. I just could have been Superman that night, but yeah. I felt like it had to do with the contact high. Weed, I think, desensitizes you to some degree. It's a psychotropic drug. It disasso- You disassociate a little bit when you get there. And I think you disassociate from your body, right? Now, I'm not the foremost expert on weed, but I do know that much about it. And so I think this desensitization... What you could do is try Why Brian 3000. Why Brian 3000! If you're smoking weed. We put the ED back in weed. <laughs> you need to get hard after a long night of smoking weed. Put it on your joints. You'll be hard as a rock for six to twelve days. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> if you can't come and your perfect and your dick starts to turn purple, don't worry about it. What brother does it? Why Brian 3000? Now with THC, you want to get high and get hard at the same time? Why Brian 3000? Smoke a little on your butt, put a little on your dick, you'll be happy to go. Ready to go. Don't worry about not coming for 7 to 12 days. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yes. Drawing a dick out of the front of your forehead. Don't worry about it. Why Brian 3000? You know, the, the the truth is, I think, bud, you, you do have a little... I think that weed is desensitizing you a yeah, little bit. Yeah, why doesn't he do an experiment, yeah, too? Don't, <clears throat> don't smoke the weed. Don't smoke see weed. See if you can come, then, yeah. if you, then you'll know. Yeah, dude, I think you got a problem <laughs> if you're smoking weed every time you have before you have sex. Like, what's what's that all about, right? And I realize some people, now it's wherever you live, it happens to be legal, but then you're probably just kind of... 
perpetually intoxicated on THC. Yeah. Uh, but just give it, give, give it, chill for a minute. Chill for a minute, make some love, and see what happens after that. That's my advice for you. Any other additional advice? <laughs> no, I think that's good. No, okay. My, <laughs> mine a... was Why Ride 3000. Why Ride 3000? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hey everyone, it's time for the commercial break inside the commercial break. Did you know you can dial 1-855-TCB-8383? That's 1-855-TCB-8383 from anywhere in the world, toll free. Text us, call us, leave us a voicemail. It's not spam. We will respond and we want to hear from you. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. You want to ask TCB for our advice? It'll be horrible, but it certainly will be funny. Do it at 855-TCB-8383 or tcbpodcast.com. Hit the Contact Us button and shoot off an email directly to our happy bag. You too can hear all of the audio and watch all of the video from tcbpodcast.com and now youtube.com slash the commercial break. Our full episodes are on YouTube a few days after they air on the podcast feed. And they're filled with visual delights you cannot get here on the audio version. Why? Because you can't see with your ears. A doctor told me that once. And please, if you have two minutes free, do us a favor and write us a review, subscribe to our podcast, or rate the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps us get found by new folks who might be as strange as you. Let's hear from our wonderful sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. Hey everybody, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Lululemon. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, and whatever you identify yourself with, listen up, because Lululemon is not just for yoga pants. The holiday season is here, Halloween is officially over, and we need to start thinking about the gifts we're going to give each other and ourselves. And at lululemon.com, they have everybody covered. I just got some licensed to train jogger pants. And they are the most comfortable, the most cozy, the softest pants I have ever put on. That's no joke. There's a reason why millions of people across this country and the world have fallen in love with Lululemon. And at lululemon.com, whether you're male or female or identifying it some other way, you are going to find your style. And if you think it's all jogging pants and yoga gear, you are completely wrong, just like I was. I look on the website, they have polo shirts, they have slacks, they have shoes, they have socks, they have swimwear, almost anything you need for your entire wardrobe. Lululemon.com has it. Go to lululemon.com. Set the joy in motion this holiday season. Get cozy, get comfortable, get Lululemon at lululemon.com. And we want to thank Lululemon for being a sponsor of the commercial break. Go on, guys. Get yourself a pair of Lululemon pants. You're going to love it. Okay, now here's an Ask the TCB. Here's an Mm -hmm. Ask TCB that I know I've gotten a lot of over the last month. And so let me get into it. Whatever happened to Marlon? Is the question? Uh, I just asked you, you this did. yesterday. You just asked me yes. this. We've had we've had lots of people. It was that like have shower me. thoughts the other yeah. day for me too. I'm like, what the heck? What happened to that guy? Let me explain. And uh, you know, <laughs> and sorry, what happened Marlon. to and what happened to our experiment that we paid for the guy to do? This? He never. He never. Uh, he also <laughs> followed up with me. He never, he never got did. contacted by anybody. Oh. Poor so guy. I don't know. I don't know what was the difference between Marlon and this guy. Uh, maybe looks. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, maybe we, s- we should have gotten TCB. To, I mean, not TCB. Frankie B to help out with his profile. His dating profile. Yeah, yeah he probably had an alcoholic it. drink in his hand. Mi- yeah, and he was in a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So for those of you that don't know about Marlon that have joined the show recently, about two months ago, I have a friend named Marlon that lives not where I live. And so we stay in communication via text message and via phone calls. He explained to me that one time he went on to a dating site that caters to sugar mamas. So sugar mamas, older ladies that date younger men. He is in his late 30s, early 40s. And we calling him Marlon. That's not his real name. But he started to tell me about this. I like Marlon. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon. It's a fish. I just realized that last night. I was actually trying to remember. Well, what in Florida, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that's where he stays mostly. Yeah. That, I was trying to remember what name we gave him. I was like, what name did we give him? And then I saw it on the show notes. Marlon. Marlon. That's it. Marlon. What a stupid name. Anyway, what a stupid, stupid pseudonym, Brian. Um Marlon went on one of these dating sites, not at our behest, but he started to tell me about it after he had been on a few dates. And one of the women who he was dating was extraordinarily loaded. She actually sent 
a Porsche to his house to be driven by him to pick her up on the first date. Yeah. It's like one of those car services where you like drop off a you know really fancy car. And then he went and picked her up with the Porsche. Now, she said, what was it, after date number eight, I think it was? 10. I thought it was 12. Oh, maybe 12. Okay. So uh, your memory is better than mine. 10, 10, 10 or 12. Or 12. Yeah. He, she said to him after date number two, if you can make it 12 dates with me, we're going to Venice and we're going to stay there. We're flying to we're Venice. We're flying to Venice. That's it. That's going to be our 12th date or our 13th date or whatever it was. We're going to go to Venice. So this was like two months ago, and we get we were following him up to like date number four or five. Yeah. And what we learned was that Marlon was a little put off by this lady in bed because she wasn't his type necessarily. She was much older, yeah, and she was very aggressive. Very aggressive. Yeah, she was like, "You're gonna eat me out hard. You're gonna <laughs> move your tongue to the right, move it to the left, get on it harder, faster, slower." <laughs> he was like basically in a like BDSM situation where she was in full control of what was going on in the bedroom. And Marlon was having trouble keeping it hard. <laughs> he was having yeah. a trouble uh, with all of these demands. So Chrissy and I made the assumption that either Marlon was in it for the money or Marlon really liked to be controlled yeah, and he just wasn't saying anything. Exactly. Okay. So that's where we left off. We were on date like number eight or nine and we left off. What had happened was <laughs> what happened? Marlon started to get uncomfortable with the fact that I was talking about this on the show. Okay. And so he kind of said, I'm going to press pause on sharing these stories for now <laughs> because I actually listen to your show and I'm concerned that somehow, some way, this lady is going to hear about this and I'm going to, you know, it's not going to be great. But what I really think was he just didn't want his personal shit on there <laughs> regardless so. of whose name was being used. <laughs> yeah. Well... He started communicating with me again a number of weeks ago. Okay, go They ahead. had gone to Europe. So are you ready? Here's what happened. Yes, I'm so, so Mar- ready. Yeah. So I'm giving you the I'm giving you the Brian Green version of the Marlin story, right? Because <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to just read off of the the text message. I feel like that might take somebody. That means somebody it's off. mostly embellished. It's mostly bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's much more interesting than it actually was. I'm actually going to try to play it right down the line. And and you know what? Marlon also knows this is going on air, so maybe he's embellishing too. So <laughs> anything you hear on the show, just don't believe it, okay? Yeah. Just, it's all in good fun. So Marlon, on, not on date number whatever it was, but a number of dates after that because of Marlon's work schedule. He was, out of, he was out of town. He had to do some traveling for work, stuff like this. Marlon and this lady start planning their trip to Venice. So exciting. Their trip to Venice actually turned into almost a month in Europe. Wow. She hired a private plane to take them to Europe. That is no joke in itself right there. Like even people who have private planes don't fly them over to Europe because it's so expensive. The yeah, no no, it's it's a ridiculously expensive. I mean, you can fly from uh, Atlanta to Valdosta and it's going to be like $1000 a person and that's on a shared plane, private plane, yeah. right? What what Marlon explains to me is that the bedroom behavior just gets more aggressive and it's not a negotiation. She's like, no, this is the way that I like it and yeah. this is the way you're going to do She's it. She's a woman and who knows what she likes. she likes. She knows what she likes and she doesn't want – she doesn't even like him talking when they're making love. <laughs> like she doesn't want any responses whatsoever. She just wants him to do what she wants to do. And if he does those things, then at the end, a like good a good boy, little boy, yeah. he will get off and she will figure out how to do that, right? Now I said, how do you – you get past the fact that you weren't even like getting hard at one point. You just found this all really like really kind of disgusting and weird. And he said, "Why Brian three thousand? Yeah. Why Brian three thousand? Don't worry about it." <laughs> he said, "Why Brian three thousand? He's using some helpers, daddy's little helpers, okay, right?" Which she knew about and she paid for. Okay, she yeah. paid for the she fucking Cialis or whatever it was. Yeah. She was like, "I don't care. Get some Cialis. Get some yeah. hard on juice. Whatever you need to do. Drink some you know funky cold Medina. Whatever you need to do." <laughs> Get it done because we are not going to have a relationship without sex and you are not going to not do what I ask. That is the trade-off. Yep. In the meantime, she has been paying his mortgage, paying his car, paying his bills. He has a credit card in under her account that he can use at his discretion, at his Whoa. leisure. He is fully sugar mamad up yeah there's nothing she won't do I for him i love this so much because i mean you hear about this all the time with guys yes. and girls so yeah. it's it's refreshing 
It's to re- hear it re- I agree. reversed. Uh, totally. Yeah. And it, honestly, it couldn't have happened to a nicer person. I mean, he has a really hard time with monogamy, but it couldn't have happened to a nicer person. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he's monogamous with her. He's monogamous with her. I yeah. mean, but this is the poor guy that also got left at the table after six people right. decided. I mean, Marlon's <laughs> love life is a kind of a hot mess. And finally, it's working out for him. The only thing he has to do is have sex with a woman he doesn't find particularly attractive. It's not a bad trade-off. She becomes more attractive with that bank account. I agree. Like, this, you know, it's not... The question posed in the latest episode of uh, Love is Blind, is love enough? And the answer, according to Astrid and I, is no. It's not enough. You mm-hmm. need a lot of other things. You got to figure out whether or not someone's mentally stable, financially stable, emotionally stable. All of those things were no for me, but Astrid decided to take me on because she. <laughs> it was the charity case. It was a, I was a charity case uh, because of my wry smile and wonderful sense of humor. <laughs> Had she known I was going to be the host of the commercial break, it definitely would have been no. But she started this, Astrid. She did. Um, so he has. There, so there's, there's some trade offs there, and he'll admit there it, are. right? But he yeah. Also says that they do have a lot of fun together. I remember when they him saying this since the beginning, yeah. and that makes a difference. It's it fun does. to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> he says this is kind of like a love is blind situation. If he just, he said she's not a bad looking woman, but if he just forgets about the physical attractiveness part of it, that otherwise they have a ton of fun together. He said he's actually getting used to what's going on in the yeah, bedroom. Yeah. He's like, it's kind of fun. In, it's, kind of, it's kind of disarming and relaxing and fun in the sense that I don't have to worry right, about how true. I'm going to please a woman. She's going She's to direct just... me. It's like a <laughs> exactly. ways for orgasm. It's like <laughs> Apple Maps for the G spot, right? She tells me, put your finger up here and point this in, in this direction, a little to the left, a little to the right. Yeah. Do it more, do it soft, do it harder, whatever. And he's like, she's a freaky deke. Like she likes all kind of weird, like a finger in the ass and her finger in his ass and all kind of stuff. <laughs> but he's okay with that yeah. because he doesn't have to guess. He knows. So I'm like, you that know, makes sense. this is actually this. I'm starting to understand why Marlon... I don't take Marlon as the kind of guy. I take I take any guy as the kind of guy who would like a, a, a Amex that you could just fly anywhere if you know, especially if you haven't been used to that in your life, right? But I'm not the kind of guy who would stay in a relationship just for money. No, I'm not. I'm not no, right? I'm not I would either. be like, eh, I don't know about all this, right? It feels yeah. it feels shitty, and I don't want it to be at anybody's think thumb. But I'm starting to really think that Marlon likes this girl. So they get on a private plane. They're headed to Europe. They're headed overnight to Europe, right? Uh-huh. And in this plane, there is a stewardess and a couple of pilots, right? There's a – or an airline attendant and a couple of – it's actually – I think I think if I remember correctly, you might have said steward. I don't know, but flight, flight attendant. attendant and the two of them. It's like yes. a seven-seater, eight-seater, however big they are, you know, like a bigger jet because it's got to right. go across the ocean. Yeah. And um, – and there's like a couch and a couple of chairs fun. and champagne that and the whole nine fun. yards. Well, <laughs> the – Lady in this situation, the sugar mama, tells the attendant to please go sit in the quarters. Like there was like oh, a little room. She wants to go sit in the quarters. Yeah. Some freaky Give us time. an hour to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Marlon, get here. <laughs> Give head. Do it fast and do it hard. <laughs> Marlon's like, fuck no. Like, I'm not going to do this on a plane. There's like other people. There's the pilots. They could just pop open the door at any time. She did not care. She oh, was like, come on. Down what do you think knees- was going down on the Rolling Stones plane? Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's <laughs> the Rolling Stones. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> admittedly, Marlon's no Keith Richards. <laughs> I mean, it's not like that. It's not like they've never seen it no. before, I bet. But okay, so so this whole thing goes down uh, in the air. <laughs> Victory, you go to you, your quarters. Go to your quarters. <laughs> you, I want get head. down here. Yeah. <laughs> you pull up my skirt. Get me from behind right now. <laughs> but he said that you know while he was a little embarrassed about the whole situation, he has to oblige because that's just the agreement yeah, that they have. Anytime the he she is he is like a sex slave, literally. Yeah. So they get over, they, I don't know, they puddle jump or something. They get, they get to Venice eventually and they are staying in a beautiful hotel room that overlooks the main canal. The Grand Canal. The Grand Canal, Canal, right? In Venice. I've stayed I love Venice. I love it so much. It's so beautiful. Mm. I know you hate us, Venice. I know you hate every time these fucking (laughs) ass clowns come over there and trounce all over 
of your shit. I know, but you really got a treasure. You got like an international treasure of a city. And I hope that you find the balance. All of Italy. Yeah, all of Italy, really. Um, But I just love Venice. Astrid and I took our baby moon there. We also stayed on the Grand Canal on a room overlooking the Grand Canal. It's just like wonderful. The Mm. whole scene was wonderful. So they get there and he... He says, at one point, I started to feel, he was, in the United States, I always feel a sense of embarrassment or a sense of self-consciousness when I walk in and I go to a restaurant with a woman that's so much older than I am, right? Mm -hmm. And that's obvious. And she is, like, wants to make it known that I'm her guy, right? Yeah. Hand in the back pocket on the ass, you know, kissing over the table, you know, (laughs) come give me a hug, you know, sit over here with me, that kind of stuff. Okay. He always felt like a sense of... A, a little shame about that because sure. he's like, I'm like a guy. It's unconventional. You know, it's unconventional is, is at best. He knows everyone in the room is looking at him. And then he says, also, there's a lot. Sometimes I go to a bar and there's like a lot of hot girls. And it's like, I'm totally <laughs> yeah. being smothered by my grandma. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And so he's, this is like the hardest part of the situation. We're behind closed doors. I just kind of let it fly. But when we're not, I kind of crimp up a little bit. I feel a little bit. Um, weird yeah self-conscious he goes when i get to to venice and we're get all settled and we start going in and out of these nice restaurants and these corner you know cafes and all this other stuff i feel free he said because i look around the room and there are other situations that are unconventional there are men much older than the women there are women that have you know, uh, uh, younger men with him. He's like, there's like, seems to be no sense of Europe's always kind of, more. Yeah, no, it's more progressive. Yeah, they yes. don't give a shit. The love is love. You, uh, yep. it is what it is. It is what the hard ones. The hard ones. Oh my god, I was laughing. Hey, Chris, it's me. <laughs> One, I'm down here in New Orleans, and I don't have a ride home. That's because Dinkledork left me here after beating me senseless with a metal lighter. <laughs> but you know how it goes. The hard ones what the hard ones. I was cracking up about how the other day, like, all of a sudden it just came to my mind. I was like, the hard ones with the hard ones. It sure does. Oh, look, the police officers are here to arrest her. Well, I guess I go bail her out because the heart wants what the heart wants. I gotta go get some stitches now. I'll be back. They say they can surgically reattach my penis. The heart wants what the heart wants. Chrissy? It's what it is. I'm glad glad your heart stopped wanting that. I have to say. Well, once my heart stopped doing all the talking, I figured out nothing else in my body wanted what I wanted. (laughs) After the intervention, I realized that this wasn't a healthy situation. That's the seventh intervention, by the way, not the first. Right. Um, so, <laughs> you know, the heart wants what the heart uh, wants. Yeah. And in Europe, it's just one of those things. So he, so they are gallivanting around Europe, and they are doing it right, staying in the yeah. nicest of hotels. They went... Sounds amazing. Marlon had only been skiing a couple times in his life, so then they, you know, they travel up to, I, I can't remember if it was Switzerland or Germany or somewhere they go, and they go to a really nice ski resort, and she's not into it, but she, like, decks him out with all the oh, latest yeah. and greatest right. that he's not going to travel back with, because <laughs> that's just not what he's going to do, right? And so she's like, whatever, just, you know, get it, and I'll be here at the spa day and you go ski yeah. and he's like I'm skiing so they, he gets to the ski road they're, they're skiing so this is the one like entanglement in the whole situation okay so he, so she goes to this first spa day he's gonna go for a ski day so they're, he's leaving early she's leaving early they agree they'll meet back at the hotel room when it's time for bed because she's gonna go do this whatever facial massage and then she's gonna meet some person that she knows or whatever for dinner and, okay so he is skiing and he takes a break. You know, he's like he's skiing like the bunny hills, right? So he yeah. takes a break and he goes to the lodge or the ski, whatever. I don't know what the fuck you call it. He goes there and he's having a cup of 
uh, whatever, you know, Bailey's. Hot, hot toddy. And he's having a hot toddy and he meets a hot toddy. He meets like a really attractive French woman who speaks English, who is there with a couple of her friends. She is single and she is in her mid-20s and he says she is gorgeous, right? And she's like, right up his alley. Yeah. She's got this beautiful accent. They're getting a little tipsy. They're sit, you know, the fire's roaring. You know, he's like, this is the type of woman that I would devour in bed because this is my type, my body type, my face type, my personality type. And the girls were like, this guy's exactly my type, rich. Yes. He's so rich. Did you see a $17,000 skis? Yeah. <laughs> he's got $17,000 skis and he's wearing Armani on the ski slope. That's a little much, don't you think? Is that a Rolex? That's two yes. Rolexes. The hard ones with the hard ones. Uh, so, yeah, you can imagine how this is. In, he's like, oh, yeah, this is sparks going. Are, yeah. Are, have been sparked. That's right. 30, 40. It's like, it's like midday. 30, 45 minutes in, he's like totally smitten with this woman, right? And she's like, well, we're going to go, you know, down into town and we're going to go have some drinks, right? Into the little whatever village. We're going to yes. go have some drinks down there uh, in the next hour. Those little villages are so yeah, those, cute. I know. They're so romantic. I know. I've spent so much time there. I just love it. And they're just tiny and yeah. they have the best food and everyone's mm-hmm. generally pretty welcoming. So anyway, so he, he's like, I make a bad decision. And I decide that I am indeed going to go have drinks with these girls. But the agreement wasn't I was just going to stay on the ski slopes. The agreement was let's spend the day apart and we'll meet back together at the end of the night. Yeah. He's like, I'm not done anything wrong. I'm not making out with anybody. I just found a couple of people that I found interesting and I decide to go have drinks with them. Well, he goes down into the village to have drinks with him and she starts blowing up his phone. So now he's like two hours into this interaction with this woman and he's like, she's like blowing up the phone. Like, where are you at? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Wow. And he's like, damn, that's like un- completely unlike her, right? He texts back after like a half an hour and he says, I'm down in the village. I met some new friends. We're down here having a drink. And she says, I know. I saw you walking down the street with your new friends. Oh. And I want you to come back to the room immediately, Uh-oh. right? And he was like, what the fuck do I do? He makes... The right call, and he I, I think the right call, and he decides to go back to the room. Yeah. If you're involved with somebody yeah. and you go on a trip with them, you don't leave for another woman. That's just a really bad idea. No. And regardless of what kind of un, un, you know, common situation is going on, you don't leave somebody, and your flight home depends <laughs> exactly. on her, right? It's going to be hard to get a flight home if she turns off your credit card. You know what I'm saying? So for all the reasons said above, and the hard ones, the hard yeah, ones he, he aborted the mission. He aborted the mission, and he said that she has she had he had never seen her so angry that she was usually in life pretty like level headed, yeah. and he had never seen her so angry. Oh. She thought that he had like purposefully met up with these people. Like he saw her, him going, like he was she was having lunch in the village, and she he saw her go. She he saw him. She, she, she saw, saw him. him Go into this bar with these ladies. With the beautiful yeah, and French ladies. He thought ladies. this was all set up, and she she got really like upset about mm. this. And he said it could, took a good day and a half to clear the gunk away. Uh, and then they got on with life. You know, then everything was fine. He like he had to give her head. Three yeah, times I was going to say know, he paid for it in the bedroom. From oh yeah, it's like, like one by three thousand double Joes. <laughs> Take two if you're going the distance. <laughs> um, so he. So they so they move on with their trip that ended in France that ended in Paris oh, in Paris the city of love city of lights and they had a moment in the city of lights uh, she said I could see myself spending the rest of my life with you oh how do you feel and Marlon said lying to her I also <laughs> think I could spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> It's like, dude, I should have never said those words because now I think that, you know, she might be expecting that there's some kind of proposal. And because of the way she is, she may propose to me. Right. Like she might be the one that proposes to me. He said early on in the relationship, she said she was never going to get married again because of the bad divorce that she had been through. Yeah. But that since then, she had softened up her opinion about that. And now... He's afraid she's going to ask. Well, she's going to need somebody to take care of her when she's older. So. She's already older. She's like one minute away from depends. 
<laughs> the lady's old. I mean, she's old, Chrissy. This we're not talking Over like in her fifties. Yeah, we're talking like she's rounding the corner to seventy. Okay. So this is forty year age gap almost. Not forty, thirty year age gap almost. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. Would you bargain for that? Let's say this. Just just riddle me this. Take take Jeff because I know you don't like to think outside of the Jeff the Jeff tunnel. Let's take the Jeff tunnel <laughs> okay. and push Jeff twenty years older. Yes, right. And you just meet him, and you like everything about him. He's great. He's wonderful. He's lovely, right? But he's rounding the corner into being a full blown senior citizen, uh-huh. where you're going to have to take care of him, and there is no doubt if you commit to him for the rest of your life. Now. I know that you love Jeff no matter what. Yeah, I would do it. Okay. But also, I'm going to say this, because I did at one point date a much older man than me. And I'll tell you, it didn't get very far. And the reason is, we were from two totally different generations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Like, totally. Yeah. Like, any kind of shows he remembered from his childhood were way out of my realm. Uh, I didn't know those. (laughs) There wasn't a common, like, relation. You didn't know the Mr. Ed show? (laughs) Yeah, I did, but only from Nick at Night. The Ed Sullivan (laughs) show? Yeah. (laughs) So it was just that we were so far apart and that I couldn't couldn't really get into the next stage of forming that really great bond. I, you know, Astrid and I have a greater age difference than you and Jeff. Yes. Much greater age difference than you and Jeff. But you're not that bad. Well, Astrid and I, 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 this is like the honest to God truth. Like, I'm not, this is not TCB Brian. This is Brian speaking uh, with no. Brian uh, here. Yeah, Brian here. (laughs) Hey, it's Brian here. (laughs) Hey. Uh, the The reality for us, I think had we ever talked about our age difference, it would have become a problem. But never, not once, except for fleeting moments where it was unnecessary to discuss, have we ever talked about our age difference because we don't feel like there is an age difference. Right. It's obvious I'm going to, I'm growing older fast, you know, I'm older and things affect me differently than they affect her. But we don't talk in that way because we don't feel that age difference. It's like a true, we don't either. It's like a true baseline love. Now, when I'm 70, uh, when I'm 85 and she's in her 70s, like, will it become an issue? It's possible that it could become an issue, right? Um, but, well, you'll just be in the home yeah. with me. <laughs> but when you're 30... Yeah. <laughs> Keep those episodes coming! <laughs> okay. Uh, can I get some new teeth? I don't think so. Not this month, honey. It's only a million dollar check for the 364,000th episode of the commercial break. <laughs> uh, the reality for Marlon is much different. Yes. Because there is a 35 year age difference, I think is what he said. 35 years. In another decade, he's going to have to really consider whether or not he's willing to take care of someone who is probably going to be in the senior citizen home. Yeah. Like, you know, when you get up to 70, I know that there's people in their 80s and 90s that are like 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 Papa Joe yeah. that are just doing it. But that's not everybody. That's not mm-hmm. most people. Most people, when they turn in 85-ish, yes. you know, you're starting to need help to do certain right. things, like just to, for daily care yeah. and living and stuff like that. Now... Could he take it this, this distance and get in the will? That's that's a that's a consideration. Does, like, she, does she have children, and has he met them? If so, that is a fantastic question that I don't think we've ever broached that subject. But I will ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't think so. Yeah, I'm sure he would have mentioned it. Don't you think? I don't know. I don't know. We'll ask him. Um, you know, this question is coming now, Marlon. So just text me the response <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I do have to say that I think this rather unconventional love story has turned more convention than we thought. I think so. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. I like it. As long as it's fun. Yeah. You're having fun. And, you know, there's some type of something that's happening because this has really only been going on for. What, maybe four months? Four months? Yeah. yeah. Four months? Four months. And I'm rooting for him. I honestly no, am. I always say there's like a six-month mark. Oh, yeah. There, there always seemed to be a six-month mark Six days, with me. six weeks, <laughs> six months, six I years. I was like, eh. For the hard ones, for the hard ones. <laughs> <laughs> and if your heart wants more TCB, you can go to tcbpodcast.com. You can find out more about Chrissy and I. You can watch all the video. You can uh, listen to all the audio. It's all right there at tcbpodcast.com. But more importantly, we want to hear from you. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. You need advice. You want to ask us a question. You have a story to tell or you just want to share with us. 
something about your personal life, we would love to hear it. And don't worry, I won't just put it on air automatically. I'll ask you first. So, um, But you know what you do? You go to tcbpodcast.com, you hit the Contact Us button, and then you fill in that form. It comes straight to us, and we will respond. Or you can dial anywhere in the world, toll-free. That means Marlon, over there in France, can text me at 855-TCB-8383. That's 855-TCB-8383. Text, leave a voicemail. It's toll-free. We'll pick up the tab anywhere in the world. That is the new TCB hotline. 855-TCB-8383. Okay, I'd also like you to do us a favor and go to youtube.com slash break. We edit these videos with visual and audio that you don't hear here on the podcast so you can go and watch it again and find it twice as funny. Actually, I think Morgan <laughs> might make us twice as funny as that we already are. That's true. I mean, it's a kind of a low bar, but, you know, she does her, <laughs> her best. So we want to thank Morgan. She's always doing a wonderful job. Our brand new editor, Christina. I no longer spend all my nights in the studio, and Astor doesn't know what to do with me. She's like, I don't even know what to do with you now that you're here. Can you go back in the studio? Isn't there another podcast you can work on? We'll figure it out, honey. I promise. So, you know, in the course of a day, there's only so much that you can get to. And I had lots of other stuff to get to. So I guess we'll push it to a second episode. Yes, we will. You know, there's going to be another one two seconds from now. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I love you, my friend, Chrissy. I love you, dear Brian. And best to you. Oh, best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we do say, And we must say, bye. bye.